0: Zoom to pick. Good evening. Hope you're all doing well. Today we are learning Maseches Bava Bavakama, Daf Yud Dalit. Yesterday we learned the Machlokas in regards to the last line of our Mishnah, our Mishnah and Daf, the Testament Bays that we've been trying to figure out. And we saw Machlokas about two thirds of the way down between um, Rav Chizda and Rebbe Lozer. Lozer there was of the opinion. Now what our Mishnah meant to teach us is that one is putter, chain and regal within the parameters of our Mishnah. We are starting seven lines down or so on Yadala Madalaf, and the Gemara questioning Shittas Rabelazar. So, Yadala Madalaf, six, seven lines down, the Gemara says, Aini, Is it possible that Rabelazar is actually correct? Okay, so Hold five on five. one second. Right. Yeah, Is it possible that he's correct? After all, how can Reb, Reb Lazar say that Shane and regular are going to be putter? Pater? We have a said that was brought by Rebbe Yosef. In the case of Chatser Hashutfim Pundak, if we have Chatser Hashutfim, uh, we have a field that has partners, V'ha or they're partners of an inn, a hotel of some kind. So there, the din was chayv bahen al-Hashayn veal So that seems like a tiyuvta, the Rabbi Elazar. Because Rabbi Elazar said you're pater on an shayn and Regal in a case of partnership. And here it seems like you're chayv an-Shayn and Regal in a case of partnership. Says the Gemara, that's not a good question. lach, Rabbi Elazar, are you really going to say that that's correct, that it's Is it logical to follow the b'raith of Rabbi Yosef? After all, mas nisa milo pligi, we have a Brysa that disagrees with Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef was of the opinion in this Brysa that there's a chiyuv of Shane and Regel, even where there's a partnership. Riv was of the opinion that when there's a partnership, you're potter from Shane and Regel. So, how can it be that Riv has a good source? Because the Gemara says, tanya. The Gemara says, Arba klalos haya ben Omer. The Gemara says, The Gemara says that there are four Klalim that Riv Shimon said that applied in the world of Nizakit. And we're going to go through all four of them, and one of them is going to be a raya brura for the shita of Rebbe Lazar. Here's what the Gemara says about 12 lines down on Yodalad Amadala. Number one, one of the four klalib. Kol shehu lenizak Anything that's in the um reshus of the one who's damaged and not the one who caused the damage, chayev bakol. You're going to, for sure going to be chayev there because My animal was the mazik and went into your property. Totally inappropriate. That's not acceptable. And if the animal causes damage, so then you're going to be chayib. That's obvious. And as well, that's case number one. Case number two, the mazik below the nizak. If the damage took place in my property and my animal damaged your property, well, that's your fault. Putter mikol. I'm going to be putter. You shouldn't have brought your little bunny into my Rottweiler cage. Bad idea. So if you bring the animal to the to the Mazik's field, you're going to be you're going to be putter on everything. That's case number two. Here's case number three. La Let's say we have a double a dual ownership. Kigon chater hashutfen vhabika putter ba al hashein regel. Here, we see a brisa that directly supports the shita of Rebbe Lazar. was of the opinion that when we have a shutvis, when we have a partnership, so then there's going to be a Torah on damages that are done by Shane and Regal. And here we see a braysa that supports that exact thing. That it's kigon chatzar ashtin ve'avika, al zaval hashen Now we're not done with the braysa, but we've already learned the the part of the brisa that we need. We're still going to finish up the brisa, but we already have what we need to support Rebbe Lazar. And in regard to this case of chatzar ashtin ve'avika, the Gemara, the braysa expands: al anegicha on goring, ve'al Gifa on pushing, ve'al Shika on biting, ve'al revita. On crouching, on kicking, in all of these cases where there's a shutfis of, of a chater, the Gemara says in the Brisa, tam. If the animal that caused the damage was a tam, was not a dangerous animal, so then but had it been a muad, All of this is case number three. Let's move on to case number four, because as mentioned. <laughs> this Bryce introduced itself as our Ba'a Shimon Ben Elazar Omer We've learned three. Here's the fourth. Lola Zev Let's say we're dealing with a case where neither the Nizak or the Mazik own the property. Kigon. Let's say I'm the Nizak, I'm the Mazik and you're the Nizak, but the damage doesn't happen in either of our fields. Okay, I'm Phil, you're Michael. The damage happens in Gerald's field. Putter. Butter. We'll see why in a moment. Yeah. If you go, yeah. Oh, sorry, excuse me. You will be chayev in that case on Shane and Rego. What would happen in such a case where it's Lola Zev, Lola ze? So it's Ruvain's Ruben, um, animal uh, damages Shimon's animal in Levi's field, right? So we have three people involved, but the damage was between. Ruvain and Shimon, and it happened on the property of Levi. So, in that case, what happens if it's Al-Hanagicha, if the animal is going to be gored, if there's biting, on pushing, on squatting, on kicking? Similarly, tamishan Katse Muad Nezek Shalom. Now, obviously, that Bryson needs a lot of unpacking. However, the line that we're going to extract, the Gemara says, a little bit more than a third of the way down on the last of the short lines. The Gemara says, Katani Mihas, we see in this Brysa something that's perfect for Rebel Lazar. Let's review. Rebel Lazar was of the opinion that if you have partners, shutfin, that they're going to be Potter if the damage that's done in that space is Shane and Regal. So, what do we see? Katani Mihas, last of the short lines, we see in the midst of this Brysa that Chatra Shutvin Ve'abika, Potter Balashane Ve'ala Regal. Just like rebel Lazar. So therefore, rebel Lazar, we started by a kasha, and we said, Aini, how could you say that we have a brysa of Reb Yosef? The Gemara says, don't ask from there, because we have a brysa that is completely against Reb Yosef, and therefore rebel Lazar is saying, says the Gemara, if that's true, kasha ahadadeh. How then do we fix the stira within the brisas? We have Rav Yosef's brisa, which seems to say that when there's a partnership, you're going to be, uh, Rav Yosef says, that in the Bryce, you're going to be chayev. And then we also have the Bryce over here where we see that you're going to be Potter. So says the Gemara, first of the very long lines, And you dalam ki kitanya bechatzer lazet We're talking about a field where both people have access, Le peiros, le One brysa, that's the brysa where we see that you're going to be putter. That's when everyone's allowed to be there. The fruit is allowed to be there because we both own it. And the shvarim are allowed to be there because we set up our, our relationship that way. So if damage happens there, it makes perfect sense to say that you'd be putter in such a case. But Ahid the Rav Yosef, the brysa of Yosef that says when there's a chatz or shudfin, that you're going to be chayef for damages of Shein regel. That case was different. That case was, That field is okay to have fruit, but it's not okay to have animals there. And in such a case, That in regards to Shane, we treat it like the field of the Nizak. And if it's the field of the Nizak, so then we're going to say that you're Chayim. So we've answered up the B'raissahs. The Gemara brings a beautiful text proof to show us that this is the right way to learn each of these Brysas. We're halfway down in your and The Gemara says, "Dekanami, we can prove this." Dekatani, if you look back in the brisa of Rabbi Yosef, five, six, seven lines down, it says over there, "Chatzar says Hacha, just like a hotel. Just like a hotel, the Katani Hasam, uh, uh, the Dumya Dibika. In regards to the Brysa Rabiyose, it says that it's like a Punda. You're not allowed to bring horses into a Punda. However, the Brysa that was quoted uh, later with the Arba Klalos of Rabshim and Ben Elazar, that says a Dumya debika, where animals are allowed. I don't know if you heard about this flight. Uh, I think it was a, a flight from JFK where they were traveling with a horse underneath and the horse got loose in the cargo bay. That's not a place for horses. That's not, I mean, conceptually, it shouldn't be one where they roam around. I don't know how you travel with horses, but that's what the that's what happened on the plane. They turned the plane around and brought it back to JFK. So that's not a place. So the Gamara says, that's a raya over here. It's a pundak. That's your Yosef's brysa. When their partnership is on a hotel, that's not a place for horses in regards to the second b'risa, that is a place for horses because it says debika that's a place that's outside in public. Shmami know that we're correct. asks the Gemara, wait one second. four lines into the wide lines, leperos. If in fact this field is and damage happened there If everyone agrees that this these fields are owned by both of them, so then it shouldn't be that there's any chiyu. Because the only time that there should be a chiyuv is uvir bistei acher. This is a xerus ha You're not chayv in tashlumen. You're not chayv in any payments if it all happens in this in the field that you both own. It has to happen somewhere else. Says the Gemara, You're right that the field was acceptable. You and I agree to bring fruits there. However, says the Gemara, this was not acceptable for uh, for animals. And therefore, because animals should not have been there, Karina Be, and therefore you're going to be held accountable. So Amar mi difti Ravina Lema, if this is true, lo if we're able to answer up the brises in a way where there's no arguing, maybe we should unravel what we thought was a machlokes of Chizda and rebelazar on the bottom of your and Bates. Because remember, yesterday we learned and today we're Khazaring this sugya. When you have Shutfin, do we say that there's a Chiyuv on uh, on Avos Nazikin of, uh, of Shane and regel? yes or no? Reb Chizda says yes, or says no. But if we just answered up the two Brysas that are the precedent for each of those shitas, and we said that there's no Machlokas, then perhaps, says the Gemara, two-thirds of the way down, perhaps there's no Machlokas at all between Reb Chizda and Reb Lazar. Amarle in, it's very possible that that's true. It's possible that we mislearned the Gemara. And not that we mislearned it, but that the Gemara didn't need to present this as a machlokas. But not only that, the Intim Solomar Plegi, even if you wanted to say that they argued, perhaps it's not on the level of the brysas but rather de piruka de abaye Perhaps they're arguing about the question that Ramzera asked about the field being and Ubir There we could find some wiggle room that in theory they could have a machlokas, but lav that there is a machlokas between Rav Chizda and Rabulazu. Now, what precipitated uh, a lot of this discussion was a brysa that quoted four parts. That's the brysa that we started with earlier. We're now going to quote that brysa again, two-thirds of the way down, gufa, first word on the line, and analyze pieces of it to help us try and understand who the author of that brysa is. The Gemara says, gufa. We said that there are four general rules that apply in regards to the world of Nizakin. Number one the nizak below the mazik. If the damage happens in the field of the nizak, the one that gets damaged, so then the mazik's animal should not have been there. You should not be going into people's fields and causing damage. And therefore, the Gemara says you're gonna be Chayev. Now the Gemara picks up on a unique language. It doesn't say it says Bakol. and the Gemara makes a diuk and says, Al doesn't say you're Chayev on everything, meaning. Karen, Shane, Regal, all the all the, the various avos. Rather, al-Khay Vakal, in the full cost, what does that mean? The Kule Nezek sounds like that it's Tashlumen in full. It's not Chazi Nezek, but it's Nezek Shalem. So who would say that in such a case, your nezek Sholem, the Chorah, even if the animal's the top? Who says that? Money, who's the author of that She's a three-fourths of the way down 12 lines from the bottom rip Tarfan Omer, the Omar Mishuna Karen Bachatzer Hanizak. That a mishuna, an animal that's tam, that causes damage of keren and the chutzer of the nizak nezek Shalemishale. That's a sheet of ribtarfo. So maybe we have an author of our of our Mishnah about the arba klolos. Perhaps the author is uh, Tarfo. Says the gemara, not so fast. Why? Because Sefa. The seifa says something a little bit different. Lo the sefa, the second case we had learned in our Mishnah, taught us that if Reuben and Shimon have damage between one another, but the damage happens in a field that nobody owns, we had said shein So what is that case of Lola Says the Gemara, my Lola lo if you want to say that the field where the damage happened doesn't belong to belong to me, the mazek. Or to you, the Nizak, if that's true, well, then there's no Isser. If I'm Rubain and your Shimon and the damage happened in Levi's field, that doesn't work. you know, we haven't triggered the proper way of uh, bringing about Nizakin. So therefore, says the Gemara, what must it be when it says, It must be that it didn't belong to both of them, but rather it only belonged to one of them. The Ketani Seifa. what there does the Seifa say? It depends. So therefore, it seems from over here that that is not the Shita of Reb Tarfon. So the Gemara says, if that's true, then then maybe the dissenting opinion, those who argue with Reb Tarfon, say that they are the author of our Mishnah. They say, So says the Gemara, it seems clore that one part of the Mishnah we have four klalems. The first one's like riptarphone. And this next one of Lola Zebolla lo Z seems to be like the Rabbanon. And the Gemara doesn't like doing that. So the Gemara asks, five, six lines from the bottom. Make that seven lines from the bottom. Resha Ribtarphon, Visefa, Rabbanon. Are we really gonna be okay with the fact that the Resha is the sheet of Ribtarphone and the Sefa is the sheet of the Rabbanon? We try to avoid that. We want to keep a Mishnah Kafta of clear. So the Gemara says, uh, yeah. In, it's very possible that the Arba Klolos and the Brisa are broken up by different authors. No reason why that can't be. And the Gemara says, ha-amar Out of context, the Gemara tells us a story about Shmuel talking to Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda was his Talmud. And he says, Shinuna, Sharp one, a term of endearment, which means that you're very bright. Shivok Stop learning what you're doing with Tabasurai. Come with me. I want to show you. So what do we see? that Shmuel was telling Rabbi Huda that yes, it is possible that the rashes are tarfon and the sefas are rabbanim. So that's a possibility. However, there's another possibility. There's another way to understand the arba klalos based on what we've been learning. The Gemara says, "Ravina, Mishmei derava Amar, Kula It's possible that all four klalim are really Reb I, how would Reb answer the Brisa? Umai Lola lo What then did he mean by saying that the field belonged to no one? Perhaps it was a little bit different. Lo Laze lo laze. Le only one person of the two, if I have a partnership with you, maybe only you can bring fruits there. But There is a possibility that we can understand the brysa in full according to Reptarfon, and it would still be Nezek Shalom. So two ways to understand this brysa. Approach number one is that it's piecemeal. The first part of the brysa is like Reptarfon. The second part is like the Ravonon. And then the second answer of Ravina is that, no, the whole Mishnah is like Ravitarphal. Ihachi says the Gemara, if that's true, if you analyze our Brisa clearly, according to this second approach, then it's really Arba. Then really the same idea is being reflected twice, which is that you have to pay Nezek Sholem. So then really, Shloshahavu, it really should only be then that there's only three rules and not four, because two of your rules teach the same thing in the, in the Brisa of Arba Klalos, which is what? which is that there is uh, a Nezik Shalim. So therefore, says the Gemara, you're right, Amar of Nachman Bar turning to the top of Yadalad and base we're going to be going about halfway down on Tesvavah and we'll pick up the rest on Shabbos. The Gemara says, you're right, it's Shlosha Klolos, Be'ar Ba'a Mikomos. It's three principles that apply out in four cases, and that is an appropriate answer. This brings us to the next mission on Yadalad and Bez, on the very top line, this Mishnah is difficult to understand without Gemara. Thank God we have the Gemara. But with the Gemara, it's actually pretty easy to understand. Let's jump in. The Mishnah says, Shum kesef, we evaluate with dollars. Shvei kesef, we can pay with an equivalent of dollars. Bifnei bezdin, it has to be done in front of a bezdin. the pi bezdin, and in accordance with bezdin. Again, all these phrases require commentary. It has to be b'nei chorin, people who are free. It has to be b'nei bris, people who are seemingly Jewish. Uh, women are included in the damages and again all of these phrases basically all of these phrases are cryptic so let's jump in on your and, and base four lines down at the open of the Gemara to figure out a little bit about, about what Rabbi Huda Nasi was trying to pack into this Mishnah what does it mean that we evaluate with money? The Gemara says that when we make payment assessments for damages, we only do it in dollars. We don't do it in, oh, this is worth a couch, this is worth three cows. No, it's only going to be an assessment based on dollars. And says the Gemara as follows. This we saw already. Tanina We actually saw this already in a brisa. Look at this case. Let's say you're walking through the farm and you drop your talus on the ground. And the cow eats it, or vice versa. The para. Sounds like a little bit of a not-so-strong cow. But over here, you throw your talus. The strings wrap around the legs of the talus. The animal falls and breaks itself, gets an injury. In both of these cases, ain omrim te para vitalis, vitalis We don't pay things. We don't pay the talus with a cow and the cow with the talus. We have to come up with a dollar amount. We are not using any other currencies other than money. We don't do like, uh, you know, gold bars. Uh, We don't do silver coins. It's dollars and cents of whatever the the currency is of the day. So that's the first part of the mission of, of Shum Kesef, that when we determine how much you owe, we are assessing specifically with dollars and with nothing else. The Gemara then says, that there has to be an equivalence of money. What does this mean? Shvei what do we mean that there has to be an equal in in regards to money? That Bezdin is only going to be measuring and taking payments from properties that have akhrayas, namely karka. Karka has a lien built into it, and therefore that's how we measure. Aval kadam nizak let's say that I was the one who was damaged and you're the one who damaged and I like the bicycle you have on your property that's worth $800 and you owe me $800 so I take your bicycle even though that's not the right way to do things really we should be going through Karka not through Metaltolin but if I took it Metaltolin, the Gemara says counts it counts, it's not the right way to do things but it counts Omar-mar, hold on one second we just learned in the Brysa, we learn that it has to be that we use karka. My mashma says the Gemara, what does this come to teach us? Something that is worth all money. That has to be talking about something that has no ona on it. What is the Isra of Ona? The Isra of Ona is overcharging. If I'm selling you my car, my coat, my anything, my computer, it doesn't matter. I have rules. I cannot charge above one sixth of the market price. Not allowed. But that's not true with land. Lucky for the real estate agents among us, you can sell a piece of property for whatever will go. Location, location, location. You get the right house on the right block. The market says 400, but you know that the Jew is gonna pay a little bit more to live on that block It's a good block. So, when, when they sold me my house on Chase Avenue, 40 foot lot with a driveway, this was seven years ago, she's like, Look, 400,000. I'm like, 375. She's like, 400. I'm like, Okay, I'll take it. She's like, she went with what Zillow said and what all the websites said. Th- she misread the market because she didn't know that a yid was going to buy her house. Parenthetically, I get mail to her from the PLO frequently. Great writing, stellar writing. They did a very good job on the writing. but the mail is uh, still coming to the house. Okay, we'll discuss that another time. So the Gemara says, what does it mean over here that we're doing Shvei Kesef? It means that it has to be a property that has no Onah. What is the kind of thing that sells without an upper limit of price, without the Isra of Onah? That's Karka. Says the Gemara, yeah, but there are other things that also don't have Onah in them. Avadin ain't Onah you can buy a lot of things without onus. So perhaps maybe our mission should include, include avadam and shtaros. So the Gemara says, you're absolutely right. That which is purchased with money, referencing a field. says the Gemara, why is purchasing something with money, referencing a field? So the Gemara pivots for the third time. It's something that is worth money, but isn't itself money. What is that? That is Karka. so this this is what we're looking for. We're looking for something that's worth money, but that isn't money, and we typically call that land. Land was the was the currency of the day, and that is how we measured our um, we did our calculus with the Karka in order to determine how much money was owed. halfway down on the Gemara says Yoshua. We have a problem. Tana we just learned. That really, Bezdin only tries to work with the currency of Karka. Hold on one second. How can you say that we are only talking about Kesef? After all, Hatanya, two-thirds of the way down, we learned in Yashiv, I think this is the third time we're seeing this. Yashiv, That you're allowed to pay even with bran, which is animal food. So says the Gemara, what are we dealing with? That's true when we're talking about that. Um, that that's when they uh, can pay with karka if the father passes away and the money goes down to the to the isomim, So then we do karka there. Says Gemara If that's true, I must say that. I don't understand the end of the Mishnah. What does the end of the Mishnah say? That in kadam nizak vezim goven lomehed. That if I go and steal the bike, so then the Gemara says that that actually counts. And ibi yasme, if that's true, my my goven lo mehen. Why would they allow that to take place at all? That shouldn't work at all by yisomim. Says the Gemara. We're talking about the fact that the the father who subsequently passed away owed money to, let's say, Ruben The father owed money to Shimon, his friend. And right before he passed away, Shetafas Mechayim Shimon, the friend, grabbed the bike off the lawn. While the guy is still alive, no problem. Once the father dies, then even with mi- you cannot take Metaltolin from the Isomim. Mechayim, that must be what's happening here with the Isomim as well. Says the Gemara, eight lines or so from the bottom on Yodal, let's continue. The Gemara says, Bifnei Bezdin. What do you mean, Bifnei Bezdin? That uh, these rules take place only in front of Bezdin? What if a person sells all of his property and then he goes to Bezdin? So says the Gemara, that case doesn't fall to the regular rules of Nezikin. Asks the Gemara, wait one second. That seems to imply that if a person borrows money and then he sells everything he owns. You're saying we found a loophole? That as long as I sell off my properties before I go to Bezdin, I don't have to pay back anything. Yeah. Ella says the Gemara, you're right. That when our Mishnah says, bifne Bezdin, it's not precluding a case of mocha nechasav, but rather, prat le Bezdin hediotos. We cannot adjudicate these cases with a regular Bezdin. We need to have a sophisticated Bezdin. We do Ataras Nadarim with a Bezdin Shel Yot. Goons like us sit behind the table in this room and they, oh, yeah, Muter Lach, Muter We don't know anything about anything when it comes to Halachos about Ataras Nadarim. For some reason, the Chachamim allow us to be a Bezdin Shel yotos, not here. When we're dealing with nezikin, we have to have a Bezdin Chashuv of Talmidi Chachamim that Yonim, not regular people. Next, Surya four or five lines from the bottom, Alp p Adem, that there need to be witnesses, says the Gemara, and I'm just going to be open and honest with you, these next five lines need five hours. It's a Shasuga that requires research. You've heard of it before, but says the Gemara as follows, what is being precluded of Adem, that if a person was Moda biknas, he admitted that he owed money, and then afterwards, Adem showed up to say that he's Chayef, shu Pater, so says the Gemara, that's great. Then I can understand your your, uh, your exception that if you're moda then the edim don't matter. But according to the Shita that doesn't agree with your presumption, what then would we say is the preclusion of our Mishnah? Says the Gemara, don't worry. We still uh, need this din for the seifa. Turning to the top of Tesvavamidalev, as mentioned, a little bit more than halfway down is where we're going to stop at the two dots. The Gemara says, "What was the seifa? Bnei u'Bnei What does it mean, Bnei u'Bnei Bris? B'nei dem, to teach us that an Eved cannot be a uh, an aid in this case. For uh, he, he cannot be an aid at all in this case. And as well, Bnei Bris leMeute Oved Bnei Bris means that uh, we don't rely on your average joke. We need the person to be a uh, from uh, uh, to be a yid. He needs to be can't be an obed The tzricha. We need both of these dinin. We need the din of bnei Chor and the meute avadim and bnei Bris the muute obed kochavim. Why the tzricha? eved. If I only had the case of eved, that an eved is not allowed. Mishum dein lo yachas. Perhaps there because an Ebed has a uniqueness to him that what, whoever the eved's father was, we don't even halachically associate his father with him. <inaudible> a <inaudible> Nachri, while he remains a Nachri, his father is still his father. If he be- becomes a Ger, that changes because now he's no longer a Goy. But on its face, when you have two Goyim, father and son, the din is that they do have a relationship. So therefore, a I might have thought that that difference would have been enough of a reason to assume that perhaps only an evidence is precluded from being an aide, but ovde ob- Kochavim are considered to be valid Nahri, But if I would have only had the case of Ovde Kochavim, that's Mishum Delo Shayich be mitzvos. If I would have only taught that they're not allowed to be an aide, maybe that's because ovde Kochavim don't have Mitzvos. Interesting comment, by the way, because yes, they do. But seemingly, we don't care about the Noahide laws, the Sheva Mitzvos B'nai Noah. What? And Dinim is one of them. So it's a shtikel chodesh of the Gemara. I didn't look into this, but it's a little bit mechludash to say that a goy doesn't have mitzvos. Um, real balabatish answer is it's before the Sheva Mitzvos B'nai Noah, but I don't even think that's a thing. Was there ever a time that the rules didn't apply? I don't think so. Anyways, I don't know the answer. I'm just raising the question. So, because by Nachri they don't have mitzvos, abal ebed Therefore, Tzricha. We're not sure, says the Gemara, how we would have thought about a Nahri if I only taught Ebed, and how I would have thought about an Ebed if I only taught Nahri in regards to them being aided. Now, all of this precludes other major halachic issues of whether or not they can testify because they're goyim. One of them is a goy, An Ebed is uh, not a regular person. And Ebed and an Isha are often in the same categories that relates to aided. The Gemara discusses none of that here, but nevertheless, that's what the Gemara says in regards to the Tzrichusah. So then the Gemara, our, our, the Bryce said, taught us earlier about Noshim Bechlal Hanezek, that women, this was the mission on the top of Yadal and Mabeza, we're quoting here, that women are included in the world of Nezikit, says the Gemara. How do you knew that, know that women are included in the world of Nezikit? We know that there are some halachos that don't apply to women. So that this is one that does apply to women. The Gemara provides three responses six, seven lines down, answer number one. The pasuk says no. that if a man or a woman does something wrong that they have to bring a chatos, the din is that they can both bring the chatos. And the gemara explains yes. that when it comes to the world of onshin, women are obligated in onshin just like men. That includes that includes the world of nazikin. Answer number one. Answer number two, eight, nine lines down. Debei Rebbe Lozer Tana, Ve'Elamishpatim Asher Tassim Lifnei Hem, Hishvei Akasim Ishal Eish, the Chol in Shevat from the Pasuk of Elamishpatim, Lifnei Hem, in front of both of them, men and women, both men and women are Chayev in Mishpatim. And it's in the Neziken is in the world of mishpatin. it's in the world of Bezdin, so you'd be held accountable. Third answer, of course, we're going to discuss why we need all three answers. And the Gemara says, as a third answer, about a quarter of the way down, the two of them taught, that a man or a woman will be killed, And this was talking about a case of an animal that's a Shor Hamua. And if you're a Shomer, if you're responsible for this animal, and you you do a trash job of watching the animal to kill someone, the Pusik says you're held accountable, man or woman. What does the Gemara say here? Same. When it comes to Misa, you're going to be held accountable. And therefore, by Nazikin, you're also going to be held accountable. Fine. Let's ask why. That's Richa. Why did we need all three of these Pesukim? Why do we have the Pasuk of Ish Isha Sher Ish O Isha? Kiyas Amikol khatas? Why do we have the Pasuk of ilam Mishpatim? And why do we have the Pasuk of HaHem ish Ish O Esha Isha? O Ha Isha. It's Richi. Third of the way down. Di and Kamaisa. If I only add the first Pasuk, which speaks about a Korban Chatas. Pasam Udechas Rachmona allah maybe only by the korban chatas, the Torah included a woman to be chas on her, because <laughs> it's, it's not fair that she shouldn't have the opportunity to get kapara. So Kaddish Baruch Hu said, normally we wouldn't include a woman in these kinds of onshin, but because we want her uh, to be able to get kapara, Kaddish Baruch Hu was uh, chas, and he included a woman in regards to a chatas. dinin when it comes to regular halachos of dinin, of halachos by a bezdin, ish debar masa umatan it. Men who are learned, they can be involved. But a woman should not be involved. So therefore, we needed to have more than just that one pasuk. If we only had the second pasuk, which is the pasuk of Mishvatim, which is dinin. So there, maybe there, the only reason we allowed her to be a part of this is so that she can have chiusa. She can be part of society. She can go shopping. She can run a business. Whatever the case may be. Aval kapara. But when it comes to the world of kapara, that's pasuk number one. When it comes to the world of kapara, there bar mitzvah in, la bar Men who are chayav in all mitzvos. Maybe they get to do the chattas, but women not. So therefore, we needed the pasuk by the chattas. If you want to say that I had pasuk number one by the chattas and pasuk number two by Mishpatin. And the, those two have their uniquenesses. But when it comes to Katala, to the Pasuk of, of Umeis, when that Behemis Isha, Ish O Isha, there Ishtivar Mitzvah, the kofer, Isha Ishalo, that maybe the Halacha would be different by Katala. And Be'i if you want to say that that last Pasuk, where there's going to be a payment of kofer, because we don't actually kill the owners for their animal killing a person, we, we make them pay money, that's Mishum di Neshama, because there was a severe case over there where my lack of care of that Shor Hamuad killed a person. But in regards to the first two psukim by Achatas and by mishpatim where nobody died, Amalo, therefore, we need all three psukim to ensure that we know that women are going to be in and Nezikin in the same exact way that men will be Chayiv and Nezikin. Mirza Hashem on Shabbos will pick up at 2.50 p.m. right after the early mincha at these two dots, two-thirds of the way down. Wishing you all a beautiful night.